Locale. Local. Shock. Local. Cambiamento. Tapir. Gergelecta. Sacula Ijaia. Food. Change. Welcome to the Slow Food Youth Network Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of our storytelling podcast. Today we will travel to Uganda, in East Central Africa, to the region called Karamoja. Here we will listen to the story of Bashir, an indigenous youth from the Karamojong pastoralist community. Before starting with this story, it's important for you to know that due to the pandemic, Bashir's community is undergoing difficult challenges. For example, the inter- and intra-community conflicts are increased since other ethnic groups take advantage of the lockdown for armed cattle raids. COVID-19 has led to the closure of cattle markets in Karamoja, which caused a higher insecurity in the region. In fact, these pastoralist communities rely on the income deriving from the purchase of cattle. So, if they cannot sell anymore, they don't have their major income. Unfortunately, the pandemic has also led to increased rates of gender-based violence. In Karamoja, women are in charge of providing food for the families. If this doesn't happen, like in the critical circumstances of COVID, men start beating them. Also due to the pandemic, the financial support normally provided by the government to the Karamojong has stopped. And this has led to a deeper crisis within the communities as well as to food insecurity. Anyway, in this story Bashir doesn't want to share negative thoughts with us. Instead, he wants to cheer us up with two funny anecdotes that happened to him when he had his first encounters with the westernized world. Let's listen to his two little stories. Hello, good evening, colleagues. I am by name Ochenumar Bashir, an indigenous person from Karamoja, Kotido, uh, Uganda. I have two stories to tell. The first story is uh, in tw- it happened in 2017. I was working as a, a project officer, conservation agriculture. As a project officer, I was selected to, to be one of the participants of the sponsorship among other partners. We were selected to go to Arusha for a symposium for one week. The team selected were majorly of youthful stage. Uh, since we didn't, all of us didn't have a passport when we were asked, we, we, we chose or we preferred using road transport. After reaching Nairobi, we proceeded to Arusha, where we reached at 9.46 p.m. in the night. We were taken to a very big hotel by name Naura Springs. The hotel was very unique, and it was very beautiful, and it had one of the tallest buildings within the city that we could see. We were overwhelmed. Uh, our coordinator took us there, booked for us rooms. The waitress took us around and was showing us, showed us our rooms and explained thoroughly in Kiswahili 
how the room can be opened, how we can utilize the facilities in the room. Unfortunately, uh, some, some colleagues of mine didn't understand Kiswahili. So instead of uh, like uh, intervening, they were just quiet, admiring the lights, admiring the beauty of the corridor. When the, the waitress was like, ah, you guys, you feel free, something like that in Kiswahili, uh, majority didn't understand. But lucky enough, you know, for me, in my lifetime, at least uh, I learned some small Kiswahili. Where like, when they say, namunagani, akuna vipi, I knew some small, small Kiswahili. So this helped me over there. Another thing that interested me was the key, the key to the door, the key to the doors of the, the rooms. It was like an ATM card. And surprisingly, uh, my colleague, one of my colleagues, didn't really understand that the key, the ATM card-like was the key that you could just uh, put in the door the door senses and it opens. Then when you enter inside, there's where you are supposed to put it to access uh, water, light and everything. So one of my colleagues by the name uh, Kizito, who was also one of the participants from the other partner that we went with, he did not really grab that aspect of using that key. He didn't know that that was the key. He thought that it was this other ordinary key. So immediately the waitress left. Then the door closed. And when the door closed, it was really hard for this guy to, to come out or even to open. And you know, one bad thing there, our phone numbers could not go through since we were using a Ugandan MTN line. This one really became something very hard. That stressed us. We agreed at 10 p.m., 10.00 p.m. that we were supposed to go to the hotel. And the, the room number was upstairs and it was 5.06 that where we were supposed to eat from the dining hall. Uh, our rooms were near each other with another colleague of mine. So we decided to really move together because looking for this hotel within the the buildings won't be easy, and moreover, using the lifter. The hotel had both the steps and the elevator, but for the steps, it can take you a lot of time and you become very tired because the other building was very tall. And imagine room number 506, it was really uh, something that, was, that wasn't easy. And to make it worse, all the rooms were just the same, the corridors, the construction was just the same, the painting, so it could confuse the door was just the same material of all other doors. So it became really something hard for us. When the time reached 10.00 p.m., we, we moved out of our rooms, we entered inside the elevator, but unfortunately when we entered inside the elevator, we found the elevator was a touch screen and the command was written in Kiswahili which majority of us didn't know. You know, in our community, we, we don't have tall buildings in our community. We, don't, we have never experienced 
things like elevator, we even don't have them, we, we, we even don't think about them. But now from here, it was becoming a challenge to us. I asked my friend whether he knew how to use the elevator. My friend said he didn't know. We were very confused inside the elevator. By the time we were still standing inside, someone had pressed the elevator. And after pressing, it took us up. We were really very happy, thinking, yeah, our problem today might be solved. But nevertheless, by the time we, uh, the, the, the guy joined us, he pressed where he wanted to go. The, the elevator took us. Unfortunately, the guy came out. When we followed him, we thought he was also going to the hotel, but still, it was not the hotel. He was entering his room. We became more confused. And what we did, we just had to enter inside the elevator. When we entered inside the elevator, I told my friend, why don't you, like, switch on, touch this thing? He feared because there was another red part written alarm. So, if we had pressed wrongly, uh, we were fearing it might either get spoiled or something like that. So we remained standing. After the lifter taking us back to the ground floor, I just told my colleague brother, why don't we just get out and we look for another alternative. He told me like, let's use the steps. But uh, it was really, we were going to miss supper if dinner, if, the step, if we had used the steps. So what we did, we came out and we went to the reception. We tried to talk to the person in the reception, who then took us and showed us how to use, then showed us everything. And that is when now we learned how to use the, took us up to the dining room. That is how we learned how to use the, the lifter. When we reached the hotel, the dining room, we found our coordinator already was eating with other participants. But to our surprise, it was the two of us plus one other colleague of ours. It was three of us missing. At least the two of us has arrived. But one colleague was not there. When the coordinator asked us for the other colleague, we also replied we didn't know. Then we thought maybe oh, he didn't want to eat supper or, or dinner like that. But on finding out, of course, the, after, after that, we, we really forgot about him first. We enjoyed our dinner. Then we had a small meeting that we agreed that very early in the morning at around 8.00 p.m., where the shuttle was supposed to pick us, to take us to the training venue. In the morning, we, since we knew how to go to the uh, using the lifter, we, had, we now used the lifter, we went up to the hotel, we had our, our breakfast. After taking tea, still one colleague was not there. Uh, when we, the coordinator saw it and said, no, this person was not there yesterday during dinner. Today is not there during, uh, uh, d during the, the break tea. There should be a problem. So we gathered ourselves, we were five in number, we went to the reception, we looked for the guy's number, we looked for the guy's room number, we got the spare ATM card key, and we went and we got the guy. 
the guy had failed to come out of the room because he didn't know the ATM card thing was the key to the room. So it was really a surprise when we went and got the guy. This is the guy who missed the supper. He missed also dinner. He was really very confused in the house. With the, he had already developed red eyes. This was something which was not something easy. It made us realize that in our community out there in Karamoja, we don't have such kind of hotels with the serious electronic kind of arrangement. So with that, uh, we, we really like it. We have come to realize that in this world, there are very many uh, developments, there are very many uh, things that really we don't really know about. So uh, that was the first, my first story. The second story happened, it happened in 2018. Uh, what happened being a a project officer still, and a, a brilliant and an inquisitive active staff. I was delegated by my executive director to attend a stockholders meeting in Kampala. And this meeting was organized at Imperial Botanical Garden, Gardens Hotel. The hotel still was really also very good. And uh, I was really very happy. Because, uh, you know, in our community, uh, Kampala is, is seen as some developed place, as the capital city of Uganda. So whoever reaches the city, really, when he comes back home, feels proud that, yes, at least I've, uh, at least I've reached Kampala. Uh, in our community, you might even be surprised that majority of the people have never even crossed to another district since they were born so to us it was really something great and uh, I was really very happy because I'm really being exposed to knowing very many things so what happened is uh, we when time reached we traveled to Kampala we reached the hotel where we were meant to sleep I saw very many participants dressed in suits it was only me and one other colleague of mine working for an organization by name Dado, a local based indigenous organization in Kabong, Karamoja, who was also delegated by his director. Since everybody was in suits, we, we feared to associate with them. We decided to, to always be together since we looked like we are the same. In our community also, dressing on a suit is taken like for political people or high class people people who have studied when we reach in the hotel we got a variety of things we came to realize of something called the saona a swimming pool was also there you know for us ours we call it angolol where we when the water when it rains, that water which which flows on the surface is what we use we use for swimming those valleys. So for us we could swim, but when we went there and we found there was swimming pool, and 
by the sides it was written 14 meters deep from the other side it is 20 meters deep when we looked at ourselves and the height we really saw like yeah this thing might we might drown in this water so we we feared everything there was very unique we feared to swim even going to Saona, even though they had told us it was for free. We conducted the meeting. Then after the meeting, it was 1.00 p.m. Uh, we were requested to go and have lunch in the dining hall. When we went to the dining hall, we found a variety of dishes. Foods were lined in line and this time around it was self-service. But when we are still in the line, we saw some other food which we really didn't know and it was written mushroom soup when we went near to it what inspired us now like one white man served a white substance some dish it was written mushroom soup for for us we thought it is bongo you know for us in our community we like this other fermented meal called bongo in our language it is called nyakibuk we thought it was the one, but on realizing it was written mushroom soup. So, one of my colleague whom we were moving with persuaded me and told me, man, let's, let's, let's try this mushroom soup. You know, we need to try some of these other food items so that we also uh, be like we are in high-class uh, high people. So, a white man served and he went and he sat down and was enjoying it. Then after the white man continued enjoying, then we asked someone, by the way, that thing which that guy is enjoying, what is it that uh, someone told us? Ah, that one is the appetizer. It gives you like appetite to eat, digestion to be, to go on very fast. So my friend persuaded me and said, man, let's try this. You know, for me always, I, in my life, I don't like trying things which I don't know. At least I should first get thorough information about it. That's when I can now like try it out and really test whether it's clear. My friend went and served. He persuaded me and I also served just to test. He first started like eating it as I observed. I was really very keen and I was very wise. I said, no, you first eat it, then maybe I can follow you later. My friend continued eating it. Mm, after something like two minutes, he started handling it. He started feeling uneasy. He first handled his, his heart the location of the heart he first handled above the stomach. Then he was like, hey, uh, my heart. Then I was like, what's the problem? What's wrong with my heart? Then he told me like, uh, uh, mushroom soup. Then I was like, what is the problem? Then my friend told me like, uh, you see, uh, I want to vomit. And I was like, hey, Kumbe, this thing can make someone to feel like vomiting. Then I will not eat. Then, after something like a minute, 
the guy the thing became really bad for the guy he got up and he went and vomited seriously but uh, one good thing with with some of these uh, developed hotels you find that everywhere there are places where you can wash your hands where you can there is this thing which which is always put in the wall where people can wash their hands the guy vomited in that thing like a bowel he vomited inside and people were asking me hey sorry sorry what is the problem what is the problem for me now also what i said i, I just told them ah i think it is mushroom soup so ever since that day uh I really don't eat what I don't know and uh, I've come to realize that before you eat something you need to make thorough investigation not just eating anything because someone is eating thank you very much uh, that was my story Thank you so much Bashir for sharing your story with us. You're a great storyteller and you made us see the world through your eyes. I think the biggest lesson we can learn from this episode is that we always have to keep in mind people grow in different realities and this affects the way we perceive and experience the world. Something that for the western world is so common like an elevator for example can be seen as a super strange tool by someone that has never used one before. On the other hand, we would also probably find ourselves a bit lost if we had to live the same way as Bashir's community, don't you think? Well, Bashir, we wish you all the best with the situation in your community and whatever happens, stay away from mushroom soup. If you like this podcast, remember to share it with your friends and to subscribe to our channel. You can also support these and other projects of the Slow Food Youth Network by donating on our Patreon page. See you in the next episode.